1: my God, it's a good one today. I didn't yeah. think I'd have a single, single thing to say.
0: You always say that.
1: No, I know, but, you know, face apps. I mean, I have the most dysmorphic approach to my body and my face. If I could change them all now, I would. So the idea of an app that could do that... Mm. Uh, I've discovered would have been potentially quite a liberating but also entirely petrifying prospect as a child.
0: Yeah, and we discussed the selfie that it began with the selfie, which is yeah, I hadn't really thought. Is that your stomach? No, it's yours. It's yours? Is it mine? (laughs) It sounds like it's, you
1: know when people used to throw their voices? (laughs) Uh, Oh! Oh, That's you! It is you! (laughs) So guys, we're going to just quickly grab a bite to eat and after (laughs) this jingle's finished we'll get on with chatting. (laughs) Oh! (laughs) So, podcast time. Hello, everyone.
0: I don't know about anyone else, but my God, I'm finding it hard being a parent at the minute. (laughs) I literally, I turn from one place to another. All my friends, everyone I speak to is in the same position. Um, You know, mostly over the last few weeks, we, well, months, months and months, we've talked about COVID-related topics. But of course, meanwhile, everything else is still going on. For our young people, for our teens, you know, they're still, you know, some of them drinking too much, some of them taking drugs, some of them having sex, some of them sending inappropriate photos, some of them dealing with eating disorders. All that stuff is still going on. And I'm really aware that we have to keep on talking about the other stuff as well. Um, You know, we may this virus is obviously going to be with us for a long time. And I think all the stuff we were worrying about before the virus is still very much here, I'm um, very present, um, and, and and certainly on loose women, we try to keep keep on top of all the other stuff. Um, a little while ago, about mm, it's about six weeks ago or so. <laughs> I can't believe how behind the times I I've I been on this. Um, I actually started to look a bit into face apps, and filters. You know, and I'll be honest, I sometimes used to swipe across for the Paris filter on my stories on Instagram. You know, it just slightly smooths out the pores. Um, um, You know, just just flattens the wrinkles. And, you know, it, it made me feel a bit better. But it's really weird. I started to notice that actually... I got into a little panic when I was just taking a normal photo. I was like, God, why do I look so shit today? Um, and realised actually, wow, that Paris filter that I thought was just a teeny little thing is actually a very powerful swipe across um kind of um dysmorphia aid. That's how I that's how I really do see filters now. Um, you know, filters are here, they're part of our um lives. I, in the past, have asked photographers to un-smooth um, me because they've smoothed me so much I don't even know who I, who I am.
1: So what are we talking about here? So, are we talking about so, face apps?
0: So I think, yeah, I think I really wanted to talk about filters and about face-tuning apps and about the impact that they're having on our children. Now, our girls will say they're not that bothered about face-tuning and face apps and all of that, but, my God, if we take a photo...
1: Well, that's what it I wanted to say. It is
0: like Armageddon well, I just, in this I just house.
1: wanted to flag it up because we often, we often sort of take things back to when we were younger and I was thinking on this topic when you said we wanted to talk about this, I felt very ill-equipped to talk about it. I don't know, it was probably very wrong, but for me as a man, the last thing I'm ever thinking about is a face app. I just, just doesn't cross my mind. I mean, I think the problem with a lot of men is probably they don't mind how... Blemished, they look a lot of the time. But um, I know that's not necessarily the case for young men. I know that's not the case for boys. I know we live in a social media age and that has shifted. Yeah. But when I was thinking back to when I was a boy, I couldn't have been less interested in this sort of thing. You know, I wasn't interested in how I look. And yet, and yet, I was thinking, well, we always do that thing in these chats where we take things back to when we were younger. And I was thinking back to the parallels or the equivalents when I was young. And that, that was simply having a family photo taken at all. You know, where you're told to sort of stand in a lineup. you don't have the immediacy and this is a big, big, big thing about this because intersecting, I think, face apps and face tuning and the body dysmorphic elements of all of that is the selfie and the image of the self and what that is about and how the selfie, you know, in the time that we've been together, uh, the selfie has become a, a thing, you know, a word. It, I think it was admitted into the dictionary in 2013. And, you know, the idea of having selfies and the, the idea of immediately being able to see the photo of yourself when that photo has been taken, mm. that itself is very, I mean, that's just like a little substrata level before you get to the face tuning, is the tech allowing you to simply take a photo and look at it because that's the thing that I've noticed with our girls and I notice with a lot of youngsters this is way before you get to the face tuning app mm. before you even get to the face tuning app mm. there have to be so many gazillions of criteria that not even a body dysmorphic like me can assess in the number of photos you take before there's Mm. one that's permissible Mm. to go to the next stage Mm. of them being uploaded and then tampered Mm. with and made to look perfect.
0: First of all, they have to get through that first filter. Absolutely, first Their filter. Yeah. So even if your children aren't using, then using filters beyond that, they are filtering the whole time. And I just think, you know, this very destructive narcissism that's coming into everything. And I just think, I feel so sorry for young people because, you know, we would go out and we would, there wouldn't be a single photo taken. I no. mean, have you got a single bloody photo of a single night where you were out? A single place? No. That you I went? mean, they
1: they didn't even have things like disposable cameras. I mean, there, there there was the occasional Polaroid. I mean, my nan would take Polaroids, and I just wanted to just say, as a quick adjunct there, with Polaroids, interestingly, which is a real kind they of Stranger Things thing of the seventies. Yeah, they both make you look really good. They have an inbuilt for the bleaching of the of what the, the of the bulb or the light. Yeah, the flash was always really, really good. It made me look like a corpse because I was always skinny and dark-eyed. But, um, but I do remember, if I really take myself back, it's like I stumbled across a photograph recently of me and my first girlfriend. And when I pulled it out of the uh, envelope that I, that I found it in, I winced like I winced when I was young because I could see the spots on the side of my face. I could see what I thought of my hair. I remember having a sort of real obsession with the, what do they call it, the duck's arse at the back of your hair. It always crown. stuck, the crown. It always stuck up and whatever haircut I had. I always thought it made me look boffiny and I didn't want to look boffiny. It's funny, the things that really bother you. And I saw this photo and I had all the same crushing sort of teenage angst about it. So it's not that it wasn't there. Teenagers have angst that it all was the time. Not once
0: in a while. Once not a while. 25 yeah, yeah, times yeah, a day. Absolutely you won't. Uh, and what I thought what I always think about is we used to go out and we'd just have our time. Yeah. But but actually when they go out now, it's it the whole day is staggered through the photos that they take. I mean I had to say our girls aren't, you know, crazy on that. I mean Kiki doesn't really
1: I disagree. I disagree. Do, she's not
0: crazy crazy like she doesn't post Anything on Instagram because it's like take a photo, post it on Instagram. How do I look? How good a time am I having? And if you think about what your brain is doing, you're not carefree. You're being very, very careful Careful. the whole time that you are socialising. Your and and, and and a friend of mine's daughter who is. You know, he's very warped about the way she looks. You know, she's a gorgeous-looking girl, but she just thinks she's not. She thinks she's hideous. She hasn't had a photo taken for the last two years, and she says, basically, I haven't been there. Well, no, That's what it means. If you're not yeah. in the photos, you weren't there.
1: But, yeah, and, and it's. I'm really pleased that we're going into it in this and we're approaching the subject from this end if you like because all of this pre-story if you like to face apps face apps is the is the current day end result of a really really fundamental problem i was going through uh, we have a real problem in our family at the moment and i think this is a problem for many families where i'm a huge photographer i've ta- you know i would i do recognize that we're blessed that i've taken some beautiful photographs of the family in the past i sometimes upload them on my instagram um there are many many photos on many many drives of many, many times throughout her life. And it dawned on me the other day as I was going through my phone, clearing out old photos, that we have virtually none of the girls now for about 18 months, other than those that have been sanctioned for use, use on social media, which are about as rare as hen's teeth these days. Well,
0: I I, I, I don't post anything of Kiki because she doesn't want
1: me to. No, no, no. So no, I no, no. So, yeah, that's
0: but yeah. I have made an actual decision about photographs you might not know this and i am going you know how they say if you're if your mum's embarrassing you then the as a mum you're doing a good job right i'm not taking no for an answer right i am going to take photos and i think you should get your big camera out and i think you you might want to take this advice yourself listener you might not i'm over it now Mm. i'm not going to be dictated to in such a like terrifying way in the way that they're no photos it's like who are we what Mm. the hell is going on here Mm. we want a record of our lives together as a family we faithfully promise nothing will be posted but we want that record of our family life because i know we are going to regret this period of time no 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 i agree beautiful they're blossoming they're incredible young women Mm. and we're not allowed to have a single bloody photo and it's going to stop
1: no, I agree. That. And I agree. I'm going to say
0: you got no choice. You might as well put a nice face on because the photo's going to be taken. If you want a moody face, you can have a moody face. If you want a screwed up face, you can have a screwed up
1: face. But there's going to be a photo. But yeah, no, no, <laughs> I agree. I mean, even yesterday, you know, Kiki was working on a mural on the wall, and I said, oh, I'm just going to take some photos of you, uh, maybe on your phone. I said it would be good for your portfolio, or maybe on my. Oh, no, sorry, not on your phone. On your camera, maybe for your portfolio of you working on your work. I said there's often photos taken. You know, she's an aspiring artist. There's often work. You know, artist at work and all that kind of stuff. And I could see her agonize over her. I said you'll be faced away from me you went oh that's fine as long as my face isn't in shot oh it's, the face, it's the face it's the face it's the face oh, it's, it's the skin so it's the skin it's the skin it's the shape of the head it's the dysmorphia of the head now you know, we are now in a completely different age to the age that we were in when we were younger. Um, and yet, you hear the girls when they see photos that they stumble across of us when we were younger going, Oh, wow, look at that. Oh, wow, look but at you this. Know,
0: it's funny, isn't it? Because the girls will take, like, I don't know, Kiki's last birthday, Maddie posted a whole load of photos of her. Yes. Looking really like, like joking, like her looking what she would describe as her worst. Yeah. It's like they, and maybe this is something we have to be really thoughtful about and that's why we don't post pictures of them on social media they need to they want to have the
1: control, control over absolutely it.
0: but i i am seriously worried about the dysmorphia that is going on across the generation mm. because all the younger men that i know that i work with you know that late 20s to maybe 30 they all filter their pictures right this isn't this isn't and that's why I'm keen to hear from Colitos today. Yeah. This isn't just a female thing. This is this is a generational
1: problem, which, which is interesting because although I said I couldn't think of it, I mean, it's, you know, it's kind of almost nonsensical what I said at the beginning. You know, the child I was and the childhood I had, I would have had no interest in these apps and all that kind of stuff. But of course, if these apps had been around, oh, would of, of course, you 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 become would've. you become drawn into the sticky web. I just want to go back to the thing you I said. I get
0: very frightened when I think about the possibility if I'd had one because I was dysmorphic without right. any of this.
1: Right. Yeah. Without any of this, but there is, there is. You hit upon a really interesting thing there because I know you said also that the girls don't really do they, they don't post a lot of photos. Maddie more than Kiki, um, but certainly on certain kind of apps like Snapchat, there's this thing you know that goes on. I forget what it's called. There's a there's a phrase for it, guys. Listeners, you'll know. Teenagers listening will know, um, where you take a sort of a quick, sort of badly taken image of a part of your head or of yourself, and you keep taking one every hour or days. The reason they're all on their phones all the time is you're trying to get the longest sequential run. Oh is this what she does Maddie when she's yeah, going to yeah, when a like, oh, you know I'm when she does. a yeah, and you oh, sort of of think you sort of think you won't have a beautifully taken photo that I've taken of you, but you will have the corner of your eyeball. Well
0: like, that's really interesting. Is that the beginning of change? So just explain
1: that. No, it's again. not the beginning of change.
0: It's, a change. Listener, it's a... your your kids might do this. You might see them doing this. I just see her all the time. She will like hold her phone in yeah, like the worst position. It might
1: be a photograph of and her ear. a
0: Snapchat and it only lasts for a split second. Yeah, but it's a snap.
1: But there's, it's like a chain where people are doing it. Yeah. How many times can you? You mustn't miss your your moment. It's like every hour you have to have to post something, or every two hours you have to post something. It's, it's, it's I think it's as frequent as every hour. It's like being slave driven. And you get, it. I think, I think the app rewards you in some way, so it gives you a little ka-ching or a little something or other. And who's got the longest one? And who's run for the longest? And all that I mustn't miss my. I forget what the bloody name of it is, but I, you know, it's why there'll be times when you know she's sitting and she has put her phone down, but there'll be one moment where they'll take a photo of just. Now, going back to this idea of face apps, face tuning, and and and, and tampering with images, um, there's no sort of there's no vanity in those images whatsoever. There's a curi- there's a curious dichotomy at work, I yeah. think, in the whole world of, of imaging. Is that streams? Is that it? Streams? No, extremes. I, no, but I think it's called streams. <laughs> oh, I right. think that's what they're doing, and. Um, you know, on the one hand, it's fine to look absolutely awful. And there was a period where we thought, you know, Maddie was being very sort of counterintuitive with it. Maddie started very... the chin feed. Yeah, she, she did. She really did. The, yeah, she the was chin. the first
0: but And I've never been so proud of her. Yeah. Where she did, she did took a terrible selfie with her chin down. Yeah. And we posted it. And then I did it. I swear to God she started it.
1: But then that's eroded and come back and it, and it's fallen away. So we arrived at an era of selfies. Can I just say, listener, me and Nadia almost feel that single handedly we kind of invented the the, the couple selfie. We did uh, back wait before there was even smartphones. We used to. Do you remember I used to we do a to thing? But well, why don't
0: we post it on our Instagram? Yeah, we will. Today, we'll, yeah, yeah. We
1: well, so what I do is I'd use a proper digital SLR camera with a lens. We'd take the focal length of the length of my arm, so I'd focus on the end of my fingers, I'd flick it onto manual, we'd turn it round, hold it away from ourselves, take a couple of snaps and hope we got us. And then we get them processed.
0: And they always looked
1: great. Because we had our head back. So our necks were all like tight and our
0: face was slipping
1: backwards. So we always looked good. So even the beginning of it. Yeah, that was the beginning of it. And so, you know, so we we have a long history. Harris Hilton will say that it's her, but it's actually, of course. (laughs) But but for couples, for couples, way before there was even social media or anything like that, we've kind of, interestingly, we've stopped doing those since social media's kind of taken over. It's weird. But um, what what I find intriguing is, again, breaking this down is that what seems to be happening. Because I'm not across what these face tuning and face apps can actually do. Though I do know that even in my brand new iPhone, the new lens on it, so this is the standard inbuilt lens, has something about it that makes me look sheenier, makes me oh. look more normal. And yes- this is a worry. Yeah,
0: yesterday I was filming for the vlog and I, I made a like serious apology to the subs. I said, You have got to hear me when I say, because I get so many compliments. Oh, you look so lovely. Oh, you look so fresh. You look so. Um, you know, and I've got a good skin for my age and I'm proud of that but it takes it to another level that phone and I feel like I' have to keep putting a disclaimer up yeah. to say this 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 is beyond my control this is in the bloody phone I'm not even flicking to a filter. Do you, do you I'm not flicking to an app what
1: do you feel that I secretly feel here's a really odd psychological detail and I wonder if this is how this kit and tech is so clever and insidious in a way but i'm happy with happy to go with it in a sense I know that it's not real.
0: Mm, But I like
1: it. But I know it's the default setting of the phone. So I con myself into thinking, it's the default setting of the phone. This is what they've set the phone for. This is what I look like. If this is what uh, I look like on the default setting of a phone... I look pretty ..I good. choose to think I look like this.
0: Well, maybe that's good then. It, maybe. Well, but what's wrong with that then? So do you well, go out into the
1: world and feel No, better? because then I go and have a shave in the mirror uh, and I'm fucking horrified. Ah, uh, that's where it all falls to pieces. My eyebrow hairs are falling <laughs> out. I just look like shit. <laughs> so, no, it's a false... No, no, don't get me wrong. I love it. I go, oh,
0: cool. Could fancy myself here. You know, I look great.
1: But I think that but we're talking
0: about something very different here. I do here. feel guilty.
1: Yeah, we're talking about something very different here, aren't we? That That is the inbuilt lens which has its own already mm, sort of built in sheen. I think it's the shape. same.
0: It I, is I, the I same. think it's different, but it's the same. It's a world we are wanting to look at ourselves through rose tinted glasses. Literally. And it's become. It's become an addictive cycle and we know with whatever you are addicted to in life, there are the highs and the crashing lows. And I see it, I've seen it in all our girls growing up. You know, there are those highs and where they feel great and then just terrible insecurities about the way that they look. And they don't even know how much they're being controlled. And we in microcosm have it with our phone. A little part of us goes, yeah, I do look pretty good today. But
1: to play devil's advocate, has it not always been that way? No. I mean, photographs. No, 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 no. But if you way. go back, if you go back to sort of, you know, the silver screen in Hollywood, you know, you'd have actresses like uh, Joan Crawford, and they would insist upon. Uh, a, a set of tights being put between the lens and the mm. shutter gate because no, it just it, gave but a but diffusion. Yeah. You would blow the lights up, yeah. you'd overexpose the shot, you'd over-iris, you'd slightly throw it out of focus. Those were those are photo app tuning activities oh, and they've right. been going on for years.
0: I, I, yesterday I was shooting a commercial and honest to God, it was hilarious. I was walking in and out of different lights because I was filming for, the, for our vlog. We do a vlog listener on YouTube. And... <laughs> And you know, I went past this one light that had the old-fashioned sheet, what you would call the stocking, mm. on the, on the light. Oh my God, Jennifer Lopez, move out of the way! I was perfection, mm-hmm. like the light in my eyes, my hair was glistening, and I walked out of that light into the next pool of light where the crew was sitting, and I looked like dog rough. Then I went onto the set, and I looked, and I just thought, my God, it is all smokes and smoke and mirrors. Yeah. But this was just for a very small group of people, you know, superstars, models, actresses. But now this has bled into every, even grannies now are looking and saying, how can I, how can I make myself look better here? And I think it's one of the scariest things that's going on in the world at the moment because we are so obsessed with our kids because we're the whole time trying to tell them it's who we are inside, it's who we are inside. We're having to battle against so much information that they're given about everything is about what you've got and how you look. Mm. And yet in their hands, 24-7, they have a piece of kit that we bought them that can endorse dysmorphia and keep reinfecting them with the idea that really the way that I look is very, very important. I must check that 25, 35, 45 times a day. And enough people say to me, you know on instagram or when we ever we discuss anything like this on loose women that they're really really worried yeah. about the fact that their child as they look at their child's social media this child that they think is very beautiful is almost unknown to them when they look on their instagram feeds because the amount of face tuning that mm. they're doing to themselves so um, I thought it'd be quite a good idea to ask to get um Carlitos and Maddie to give us a little bit of insight. Are we hysterical? Are we worrying too much? What do they actually think about is going on with this? and how possibly I asked Maddie as well to maybe give us a bit of an insight on how we could possibly talk to our children right. in fact. I was using
1: this podcast a bit to try and get a
0: bit of info out. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, and how I maybe discuss this. This is a fact-gathering. Yeah, exercise. it's a fact-gathering. So uh, should we have a listen?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I just wanted to say, I do think there's something quite pernicious at work because, of course, you know, on various platforms, I won't I won't target any in particular, but these new augmented reality Um, you know uh, filters so Mm -hmm. you'll go onto your app and they'll put rabbit ears on or they'll put Mm -hmm. you know these are all starts you off really young Ah, and and that's my point they're a bit like the alco pops of face tuning for me because they you're drawn to the silliness at the edges i've done them i've used them i they're fun they're silly they're funny they they purposefully play with your face but what they do is they set they set off they ignite something in you where you think oh it's all changeable and what i've noticed with some of the silliest is that they might pop. Ears on the top of your head—they might pop stupid uh, glasses on, f- but move they always smooth out the skin. Always. Yeah, and so there's something in there that's almost like you go for the ears and the I funniness, that's a really good point. but actually, what's behind it is there's some other element that's like, oh, actually, I'd like a bit of that. I wonder if, oh yeah, no, oh, oh, oh I'm not kidding anyone. And I think it's very, very akin to having a crafty sip of alcohol when you so. when you think you, you you're not going to be caught. It,
0: it seems harmless <laughs> yeah. to start with your little ones with it, but in my opinion, and I have oscillated back and forth on this, like what I do. Oh, oh, it's just a bit of silliness, it's a bit of rabbit ears, what does it matter? But actually I am changing my opinion on that now because I do think it's a gateway drug to the full-on face-tuning, morphing. I really do think that, I really do think. And I could be wrong, I'm not saying, oh my God, this is set in stone and I think all people that use it are dreadful, because I don't. I, I think that I think that this isn't a good thing to start with?
1: I'm so dysmorphic that I do, on my Instagram listeners, I do a sort of mental marquee uh, alter ego with a filter from Snapchat, actually, and I I post it on Instagram. I use it as an opportunity to, uh, you know, sort of have little sort of musings on mental health issues, but with a comedic sort of element to it. But my dysmorphia is so much so. I mean, it makes me bug-eyed, it it collapses my chin. Mm. I prefer how I look in that to how I look. Mm. That's where I'm, you know, and so it can. And I do sometimes think that even caricature is about escaping mm. oh what God, you are. Oh you do and that all the time. You I do all the, the time. Pull a funny face all the bloody time. I mean, it's a, it's an extension of that for me. So just before we listen to the girls, I just thought this was interesting. You sent me an article the other day about this, um, and Chrissy Teigen uh, once said on her twitter i don't know what real skin looks like anymore Mm. makeup people on instagram please stop with the smoothing unless it's me just kidding i'm torn okay maybe just chill out a bit people of social media just know it's facetune you're beautiful don't compare yourself to people, okay? And even within that, you can hear her tug of war with herself.
0: Oh, absolutely! Can't you? It's
1: like it's, the devil, a, it's, it's the devil inside. Isn't yeah, it?
0: there's a great movement going on actually on Instagram with some really brilliant Instagrammers, young Instagrammers, desperately trying to get you know legislation on this. Right. Follow Sasha Louise Pellari on Instagram and um, Emily. Uh, uh, underscore Clarkson, and maybe get your young your young girls to follow them because they're young girls and they're doing really good work on, you know, trying to get some sanity um, around this.
1: Yeah, this is an interesting topic. quote. Whilst you're also finding those the the voice notes from the kids, uh, the creator of Facetune, which was one of the very first selfie apps, face tuning apps, uh, it's a great quote. This they said, Farbman says. Social media is not a reality show. It's a director's cut of your life. Some wow. people are more successful in creating that director's cut than others. That's quite chilling, isn't That's it? That's incredible. Yeah. Give
0: that to me, send that yeah. to me. I need to, I need to look at that every day. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely.
0: Okay, let's listen to Maddie.
2: Okay. Um, so with face tuning and uh, body tuning apps, um, personally, I've never had much of, like, an addiction with it or, like, a problem with it. Um, but I remember when I was still at school, I downloaded, like, an airbrushing app just to kind of, like, see, you know, well, what it was like. And it kind of really did it for me because I was always like, oh, you know... Because even though I'm very insecure, I was just like, oh, you know, this doesn't look like me enough. Like, people would know if they met me in person that this isn't what I look like, and kind of the people I hung out with as well, we all just kind of saw it as not silly, obviously, because people seriously have a problem with it and with using the app. But it never kind of worked for us. Um, So I've never really kind of seen people that have had a real problem with it, but I know that there are people that do. And I do think it's a really dangerous thing if you actually fall into the pattern of using it seriously. Because, I mean, yeah, it's just a very toxic app. Um, And because, you know, kids are getting younger and younger when they're getting their phones, um, they get sucked into the app at a younger age. And, like, it's easier to grow into it when you get sucked into it at a younger age, I would think. Then it's really hard because I don't really know what advice I can give a parent to kind of help their kid through it because... I definitely think that if you go at it really strict and they're like, you know, you're not allowed your phone, this is bad for you, da-da-da-da, and just take it away from them, that's not going to help. You know, they're either going to find a way of doing it anyway or find a different way of doing a similar thing to themselves. But at the same time, I don't know, like, a way to approach it that would help. I think it is just a really difficult situation um, that parents are going to have to, like, over time figure out like what to do with it if that makes sense um yeah and I think because it was never like personally bad for me I'm not sure how you would get somebody out of that because I was just very like oh no 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 this is like you know it's a bit weird I do have a few friends that used to use them just to like touch up their body a little bit and then as they've gotten older they've kind of just being more like, nah, 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 like, it's just a bit silly. I I think it may just be something that happens over time. As you mature, you realise. But even then, that's not great advice from me because, you know, some people don't, won't, you know, won't, not mature, but they won't ever realise and they might just get stuck into the toxic mindset that they need it sort of thing. Um... But, yeah, I mean, I definitely think it's a problem. I do think it's a hard situation to get around. Um, and, like, I just don't really have advice for parents and I, on what to do because I don't even know what to do. Like, as a, I wouldn't know what to do as a friend if someone came and said it to me. I mean, I feel like it's quite a hard thing to get someone out of because, like, when somebody does face-tune and body-tune, it's almost, like, a proper, proper addiction. So... I think it's a really hard thing
0: to get around. It's interesting, isn't it, how when you do ask kids, and it's quite a good technique, actually, as a parent say, what do you think a parent should do? And they feel the hopelessness sometimes of stuff, the powerlessness around some things. I mean, I suppose the good thing that she said in there was, she grew out of it. That's what, she's, that's what I hear, she grew out of it. And a lot of people will. But it's like, what do we do about the children that this really does carry right through into into adulthood as I can I think of some of the young people that I work with and I think wow whoa whoa you're like in your twenties now and you're still like seriously using But I would challenge that. I would
1: challenge that. She says she's grown out of it. Okay, she might have grown out of the specifics yeah. of a face mm. app. But I think the impact of of not liking images of yourself mm. unless there's a perceived sense of perfection to them is a, is palpable for mm. her. It's palpable for all of my girls, actually. Mm. I think they all, in very different ways, are very much in control. You know, their photos are those that are taken at night with a flash, either the older kids in clubs or at parties where it's kind of flat, it's automatically flattering because there's that mm. upward look and all of mm. that. I think we, you know, we can... Forward, we model. can Yeah, and I think it's almost a bit of a red herring to just be thinking about a face-tuning app. We are mm. face-tuning all the time Mm. and I think if you in a sense face tuning apps are having a negative effect Mm. on a child even if they're not using Mm. it at all but just not even allowing themselves to post so much because Mm -hmm. they're self-aware and i was just thinking then actually well okay let's let's put myself in the position of the teenage boy i could have been with these around i kind of think i know the end i would have ended up in because of my addictive nature i would have i would have hit upon what was a perfect almost avatar of myself you know sort of you know smooth skin quaffed hair slightly narrower a bit more of a chin all that stuff all the things that i can immediately tell you i hate about my face whiter teeth all that stuff um and then I would have felt an enormously horrendous pressure of not living up to that image, which exactly. in turn would have probably made me isolate more, socially recluse more, not want to kind of necessarily put myself in situations where people could be, it could be revealed that I'm none of those things. Oh, like I've got crooked of, there's teeth. There's
0: people that do this. Yeah. They don't go out. That's what I mean. Because they face tuned themselves to such or, or filtered or whatever it is or only shown the best shot of themselves and they get themselves in such a picolillo yeah. that they actually don't want to go out and meet people I think this is you and and you're absolutely right Maddie is there's almost some comfort for Maddie that she's passed the face tuning yes. stage but she doesn't realise what's happened just insidiously mm. all the way through since yeah. she got a phone at 12 years old yeah,
1: yeah so. before we hear from Kalitos I just wanted to read this this is from one of our very loyal followers on our social media Zoe Agnew and she wanted to send a, a longer message oh, about face tuning apps uh, and this this is what Zoe says. I personally think these apps are toxic. Sadly, so much of life now is revolved around looks and is mostly impacted by social media. These sorts of apps can create the perfect image that sets an example that was supposed to look perfect. If you start using them at a young age, this can lead to insecurities and I believe worse problems in later life. We all have insecurities within ourselves, but I think these apps create a false sense of beauty and can make us think we look better. At the same time, I do understand that people use them when they do feel insecure and use them to provide confidence. I just think it would be a better way to encourage embracing our natural selves and educating them, that there is no such thing as perfection right. perfection doesn't exist i really feel for teenagers especially as they have been brought into the social media world and it can be a lot of pressure on them i wish these acts didn't exist as they really are damaging people's lives you know and that word perfection i mean we know we're very lucky as a family that has dealt with all sorts of mental health issues addiction and what have you and we've kind of it's kind of it runs through us a bit like a stick of rock that the aspiration for perf- 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 perfection is 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 a fool's gold and it's a false it's a false place. It's somewhere there, and it's something that you can't find. It doesn't mean we don't often make the mistake of trying to get there. I want to be a more perfect father. But I think, you know, good enough, you need to be... We need to be able to say excellence or good enough. I mean, yeah, my CBT therapist would always say, what is wrong with good enough on a scale of 1 to 100? Why do you have to aim for 100 and forever fall short and struggle? Exactly. Why not aim for 70? Why not aim for 50, whatever 60 today, ex- whatever it ex- is?
0: Whatever you achieve, there's always going to be somebody more beautiful than you or less yeah, beautiful than you yeah. or rich than you or... Or less rich than you, or smarter than you, or less smart than you. And and I uh, and I think that we've lost we've really lost touch with that.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Shall we hear from Carlitos? Yes. Yeah.
3: Personally I have used face tuning apps and filters in the past. Um, I think a lot of people have actually. I don't think that's you know, news. I don't think that's something brand new. I I know they've been out for ages, you know with Snapchat and Instagram and Facebook, they're everywhere, and especially in this day and age, they're really accessible. Um, and they can be considered a really nice thing or a really bad thing. Um, and don't get me wrong, I've used I've used filters on social media, um, and I think it's fine, but what I never do is I never give myself extra features or change the shape or the look of my face and make it look really unnatural. Um All the photos of me that go online are hardly ever edited but if they are edited then they are never done so in a way that looks unrealistic or unnatural. I think face tuning and filters are okay and acceptable if you're changing things that can naturally go away like a spot or a blemish. Um, However, anything that can only be changed by surgery you know like a nose job i think is wrong to use face tune on because that's not who you are you know it's not what you look like it's not sincere um and i know that a lot of a list celebrities do that actually they you know they edit their waist they fake a nose job or they they just change major features on their face you know it runs the whole gamut um they in order to look a certain way but what they're really doing is they're portraying themselves to look like something or someone that they're not. Um, They edit and edit until they look perfect, but we can all tell that it's not true, it's not sincere, it's not real. I think we can all tell from the photo. There's no such thing as perfect. Nobody's perfect. They don't look like that when they're lying in their bed at night. And with such huge fan bases and such a large social media following, like, projecting these heavily edited photos onto people's screens all over the world can be extremely damaging. You know, people will start to think, oh, why don't I look like that? Why can't I look so perfect? Why do they look like that? And I don't. Oh my God, why does my skin look like this? And theirs looks like that. You know, they're questioning themselves and they begin to become uncomfortable inside their own skin. And I don't think anyone should ever feel like that. You know, we all feel this way. I don't think it matters what side of the scale, whether we think it a little or a lot, I think we all wonder how celebrities look so perfect. But um I know there's been a few conspiracies and a few um, you know, where you can spot on the celebrities posts where, where the where the Photoshop and the Facetune has gone wrong. Um and that's always quite funny to see because we know that you're editing your photos and they don't address it. Um, so I always think that's quite funny, but I think face tuning and ph- photoshopping and putting filters on can be a damaging area, but it depends on which angle you look at it.
1: Um, I thought yeah, I thought you made an interesting point there about <laughs> celebrities and 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 them being sort of rumbled and all that sort of thing. And I just wanted to share a sort of story about. I remember uh, getting to know someone on social media a couple of years ago. Um, and uh, having a very sort of distinct sense of what they looked like and who they were, and then meeting them. And then when I met them, um, they must have wondered what was going on in my face because the person I met in no way, shape or form looked like the person I knew on social media. They were beautiful, they were pretty, they were gorgeous, but they in no way uh, matched what I'd seen. And And it was a curious moment where the very thing that I think they'd set out to achieve kind of uh, for that moment would have would have if they'd have known what I was thinking they would have been horrified because I was actually thinking oh god you're beautiful why would you do that you know and and it was just quite it was quite a shot and quite a surprise
0: yeah well this is it isn't it you get your your knickers in a twist
1: Uh, a few comments from other uh, social media followers here. tralala. Uh, I actually think that teens are way more savvy to it than us. When I speak to my daughter, she says, of course that's not what they look like, thank God. Uh, and that kind of raises an interesting thing for me. I do think we are slightly... I do think there is a problem with face-tuning apps, but I do think we're sort of in an almost new age now. Where not that people are actively trying to make themselves look awful, but there is a new trend and there is a growing trend. I don't see your I don't see your Instagram accounts as part of this, but I do think there's a growing trend to almost look as awful as you possibly can now. Uh, and I don't and I think there's I think there are some situations and some circumstances where that's not as authentic, just in the same I way that, that, that is, all think you know face tuning I do are. think
0: that is because we choose to follow people that are like that. I think I think the majority is still putting out really? perfect. Well, oh, that's oh God, interesting. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we
1: Absolutely. are being we are being preached. To
0: and the-, the body tuning thing is a huge problem because right. people that feel very good about not using face tuning apps, many, many now, because there is more consciousness around the face tuning apps, um, are using the body tuning apps now.
1: Right. Uh, um, Leo Vibefeeler says, if I'd found it at a young age, it would have impacted my body dysmorphia. Thanks, Leo. I mean, having started this whole chat saying it would have done nothing for me, I now realise it would have probably destroyed me. Yeah. Um, Lisa... That her fear is that they never come to accept the way they look if they are effectively hiding behind these false oh, images. Hiding. That's a very good point. The idea that you're showing yourself but you're not showing anything, I like that. It's quite mm. a it's quite a contrary and it is a mask. It's the idea yeah. of a mask, yeah. isn't it? And I suppose, you know, a lot of people have commented on makeup artists who use social media. I mean, is there a pressure on makeup artists to emulate what the apps achieve? I'd imagine there is, isn't there? Yeah, I think
0: there's I think there is, yeah, definitely. They're selling yeah.
1: Ebony Ralph, growing up seeing altered images, thinking they're truthful, will really damaged my self-esteem. Mm. Um, detrimental to the younger generation, thinking these looks are easily attainable. It does create, again, as I say, a fool's gold and a false horizon of perfection. It's damaging our future adults, says Leanne. Um, Elisa Tate, they're just aiding the mental health crisis in our kids. I mean, do you feel it's that extreme? Do you think it's that yeah, acute? I do. Yeah. Do you think I think
0: there's... it's adi- I think it's I think it's breeding dysmorphia. I really do.
1: Um, Sue J eight eight oh thinks it could encourage surgery, making kids think that they want the perfect face. Do you mm. think that's a possibility that people
0: Well the first time I ever tried, um oh my God, I, I think it must be about 5 years ago somebody in the public eye was being attacked for using and and it was called the baby face she's making a, user, a she's using something that makes her face look like a baby it was just right. a simple filter right. that's how little i knew about it yeah. and we were at work and they got us all to try it and i was like oh my god is this what I could look like again? And I actually thought, oh, wow. oh my god, I think I need to have a facelift. Did you? That was—I can remember wow. it like yesterday. Those were the two things. Of course, I then sorted myself out. You know, I'm fifty. I'm in my fifties. Slapped you yourself Had a good, off, talk, right had a the good face, talk with myself. Put yourself
1: a new iPhone. Makes you look beautiful.
0: I wouldn't have if I'm twelve. If I was twelve. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, I have to confess, it's terrible, isn't it? When I think to myself, oh, it's great. Whenever I turn the camera on on my phone, I don't look awful. And then I do go into the kitchen or into the bathroom. I look at what you must see every morning. I think you poor fucker. Dismonding. Yeah. Jeremiah Fire anxiety stems from only seeing oneself reflected and not what's truly in front of you mm. yeah it's a bit of the old um, yeah what's Rumi. that yeah, Rumi a bit of Rumi going on there but also the Oscar Wilde story isn't there where it's looking in the mirror and mm. seeing uh, it's making teens anxious to go out into the real world and show their true selves absolutely 70, many, yeah, I, many yeah. millions of them are like that I think I would have ended up like that I'd have ended mm. up really really sort of isolated almost enslaved by it Takes away, one Victoria says, takes away unique features and being natural. Mm. Lucy Dixon, I'm 17. I tried one once not to post, and it made me feel insecure. I wish I'd never done it. Wow, just wow. once, just and it once. had an impact. Yeah. Wow. It's like a scab, though, isn't it? It's like yeah. an itch. I mean, it's going to be... I mean, I, I guess people spent absolutely ages, could spend... You could lose yourselves just, like, approaching this nigh-on, totally sort of fictional image of yourself. Uh, oh God, the more I think about it, the more this would have absolutely destroyed me as a child. Yeah, yeah. Um
0: Thank you so many messages so Want many a messages more? Just Lucy Dixon keep...
1: the tech is getting more advanced so you can't tell what's real and what's fake yeah. and, and that is the concern with these inbuilt lenses is that if we're no longer going to be mm. told that something's happening that changes reality. Mm. Our I mean on quite a fundamental filter is not
0: good for us
2: I'm telling
1: you. No 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 but I mean I think it has a re- that has a really you know on a sort of existential level that creeps into you in a very different way. There's something different to pressing a button that's an app that makes a choice to add something to do that to blur that to do that where you don't have to do anything creates I think in the head uh, and and in the neural pathways something very very different mm. because what it will do is it will keep you almost hermetically lays. attached yeah. to your phone image of you. It lays a of bed you. of self-doubt and toxicity. It just lays a bed. Well your image is yeah. you only want your honest image to be the image of you yeah. in a phone that's yeah. a dangerous God, thing. it's
0: so scary.
1: Not even in the mirror. Well, there we go, guys. Oh, Didn't mean to scare you. We try to. Sometimes people say, "God, they're very negative." These posts, but if you think of the, ti- the these chats, but if you think about the title, "Confessions of a Modern Parent," we are only going to be entertaining the difficult shit. We can't sit here going, going about all this stuff that's yeah, great. Yeah, exactly. And When we do, <laughs> oh, we have a lovely
0: dinner all the time. Yeah. We went to the park. Yeah. And had a great time. Yeah, oh, and we're brilliant parents. <laughs> what load of bullshit. <laughs> Parent on Global Player or wherever you get your podcasts. Ta da!